Well, Dave, on a personal note, it's good to see that you got through that dilemma and you came out shining. Good to see you back on your feet, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Man, let me tell you something, folks. COVID-19 is real. You heard it. Your boy had it. I was down during Thanksgiving in the few days after. But thank God for the vaccine, son. I got all four of mine. The original two, the booster, and the booster. So I have to go to the hospital, no ICU. But nevertheless... But do you know you know how you caught it? Like, did you catch it from somebody? or did What were you doing? All I remember is I went to play pickleball. I came back to the crib and had a scratchy throat. I just started coughing. And my oldest daughter who had COVID said, Dad, you got COVID. I didn't want to believe her. And my mind just got a scratchy throat. Then the next day, the fever, the headaches, Thanksgiving, I didn't want to eat. So I'm just thinking it's the flu. So three days into that, I decided to get tested. You can buy that little kit, that little kit CVS 999. But now in Florida, my insurance can get the, the uh, test for free. I wish I would have known to save that money. So anyway, I take the test. You know, you put the little Q-tip in your nose. You swirl it around in that liquid. You drop the liquid in, in the little case there. And man, as soon as I drop that one drop, supposed to drop four drops, the C and the T lit up. That means you tested positive for COVID. How did I get it? Did I get the pickleball courts? Somebody at work? Who knows? And that's the thing about COVID, because you don't know. So while I was at COVID, you're supposed to be quarantined, but we needed food. So I went out and had my mask. So what I'm figuring is a lot of people out in these streets who might have a cough, think it's the flu, don't want to take the test because they don't want to find out they have COVID and got to stay home for five days. It might be just outside, sneezing, coughing, laughing. Who knows? But then I call a lot of my friends, well, Dave, I had COVID. I had COVID. So I'm telling you right now, folks, you're not vaccinated, son. The, the statistics, you're going to catch this damn thing. There's no doubt about it. Just a matter of time. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of time. So please go get that vaccine. This is a public service announcement. So like I said before, your boy tested negative now. I'm back in the game. But guess what? I still got a cough. You can probably hear it in my throat. You know what I mean? So I'm still coughing, but I'm testing negative. So one thing at a time. But like I said before, COVID is real. It's here to stay. In fact, there are 373 deaths from COVID yesterday. Mostly elderly, they're saying folks who are not vaccinated or preconditions. But nevertheless, it's real. It's out there. So do what you got to do to protect yourself, protect your family. Because I'm telling you, COVID is whack. But while I was out, you know, I still kept up on the news. Kyrie, yay. But nevertheless, Jerry Jones. Yep, you know the Jerry Jones story. Owner of the Dallas Cowboys. They got a picture of him, he's 15 years old, at North Little Rock High School. And it's him and about a group of white guys, white boys, who are standing, blocking the entrance for these black students who want to get into the high school. 
Now, a lot of these images you can see in my class on Eyes on the Prize civil rights tapes. So Jerry Jones is 80 years old. So what does that tell you? There's a whole lot of folks who were in those videos who were 14, 13, 16, who now in their early to mid-80s, who are still in America, more than likely voting Republican, and has never apologized for participating. Yeah, he had an opportunity to do it now. Here we go. Jerry Jones had an opportunity yeah. to what? Apologize. But what does he say? Right? He said, I don't know that I or anybody anticipated or had a background of knowing what was involved. It was a mule, it was a more a curious thing. So I just went there just to find out what's going on. Come on now, let's stop that. You know what I mean? You know what's going on, son. You don't want them black kids in your school. This is Arkansas in 1957. You remember Arkansas, Little Rock, Central High School, Governor Orville Farbis, right? Outside, protesting. So if we see Jerry Jones in that picture, how far has he come along? Well, Dr. Well, Dave, he got black players on his ball team. Yeah, he wants to win. Never hired a black head coach, only hired two black coordinators, and the Cowboys one of 13 teams in the NFL that's never hired a black head coach. So we go back to Kyrie Irving, who missed eight games, had a satisfied lift of six requirements for he can return to play. But Jerry Jones, no punishment. Even your boy Stephen A. Smith defended this guy. Come on now, Stephen A. I'm really convinced that Stephen A. defended this Jones guy just to get hits on, twi on Twitter and, and, uh, and social media. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, he was young. You say all these type of excuses. But nevertheless, those images, we have white people keeping young black folks from going to school. We have white people protesting, black people trying to move into different white neighborhoods. Those images have long-lasting impact. You see what I'm saying? And they demonstrate a mentality that's out there. They demonstrate how racism works. Now, of course, you don't see those photos no more, but we know racism is alive and well. And how do we know it? When we look at how hiring goes in United States society. So again, you can see how Jerry Jones and even how the news cycle works. Right, so the Jerry Jones photo came out, maybe had a few days on it. LeBron James said it, said it best himself. Why don't you guys ask me questions about Jerry Jones? But when it came to Kyrie, that was in the news for at least a month. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So again, you can see how white male privilege work. You see what I'm saying? That's how the news cycles work. So for Kyrie Irving, it was all in the news. But we see for Jerry Jones... We're on to the next topic. And speaking about the next topic, we look at Amazon CEO Andy Jassy said, you know what? We're going to keep selling the film Hebrews to, ne Hebrews to Negroes Wake Up Black America. We are going to keep selling that film. So where's Andy Jassy's heat? It's not much in the news. Again, white guy CEO at Amazon. So he's keep doing what he wants to do, selling it because the tape is selling.
So again, just see how the double standard works in terms of how news works, how African-American males are portrayed, and how the stories go on and on forever, while Andy Jassy, Jerry Jones, they keep moving. Like nothing's ever happened. And we see this over and over again. In fact, I got another person for you. Sam Bankman Freed, the FTX hustle guy. The $8 billion fraud with the cryptocurrency. So here's a 30-year-old white guy, gets up in the crypto, takes this money, finances Democrats, Republicans, bipartisan, and now they caught him. The company was worth $32 billion, and all of a sudden it's down $100,000. But why do I bring his name up? Well, well Dave, he's going to go to jail. But yeah, we've seen this before. Goes to jail and will somehow still land on his feet like Michael Milken. Remember him? The junk bond expert of the 80s. Got caught selling junk bonds. Was supposed to do 10 years. He did two years because he snitched on his former colleagues in good behavior. Now Michael Milken is viewed as an outstanding citizen. He's a, a, a cancer survivor and has donated millions to cancer research. So basically he landed on his feet. So I can see this Bankman Freed guy, he'll do two, three years, come out, be 34 years old, and then 10 years from now, be some sort of venture capitalist. That's how the game works. So again, you're on pins and needles, will Donald Trump go to jail? He's not going to jail. I'm trying to tell you, he probably tells his top guys, rich white guys, we don't go to jail, son. And if we do, we go to Club Med. Do a couple of years and still land on your feet. Just like the Brett Favre. Whatever happened to that story? So there was complaints that the story wasn't getting attention because Brett Favre is a white guy. All of a sudden, as it picked up attention, the news cycle shifted to Ye and and Kyrie for the next three weeks. So now we have Favre who stole millions from what? Welfare programs. Now it's not even a news cycle issue no more. So again, we just see how the white guy, see how it works. Remember, it was picking up momentum. It was on ESPN, all tension. All of a sudden, when Kyrie and Ye came out, gone. So that's how news cycles. So right now, there's really no major news cycles in sports except for bowl games, coaching, hiring, and firing free agents in baseball when it comes to these scandals we know how this is gonna go if it's a black guy three four weeks it's a white guy two days yo big shot to damar hamlin yo for real you got your under and your overachievers and the range rover still rolling riding shotgun with divas rubble fish and jungle fever was in the flicks abner luima was hit or miss remember this memorizing bars from whoever was slain and Harlem wasn't far from wherever you came Cause sometimes less is just a little bit more And it only really matters if you're rich or you're poor You know, Brittany Griner is back in the United States Back with a wife, back in the country After spending nine months in Russia So finally the swap went Like we said on this podcast Victor Bout, merchant of death An arms dealer for Brittany Griner Brittany Griner, that was the exchange. Paul Whelan, the Marine who spent the last four years in Russia in jail, is still in Russia with some other folks. 
So, of course, Boomer Esiason on the fan, NFL quarterback, has a platform to say what he wants to say. So, in terms of the Brittany Griner, he, he didn't like the deal. He says, we look so pathetic, and listening to our president talk about this is such a pathetic feeling. I guarantee he's a Republican, no doubt about it. But Boomer, when Trump was president, did he get wheeling home? Where's the critique? So this is Boomer saying, I'm telling you, more people feel that way than don't. Now, where does he get that data from? He made that up. He doesn't know. I can tell you that right now. I know that we're all happy that Britney's home, like we said earlier. But when you think about the magnitude of what we traded to get back a WNBA professional athlete, and left the Marine sitting there, whose family has been trying for years to get him out of there with nothing, nothing from the U.S. government. So that's the bottom line, right? Because he's a Marine. But this is the reality. In these negotiations, Putin has all the leverage and all the power. He decides when these things go down. Yeah, there's negotiators on the Russian side. You have people going back and forth, back and forth through email and meetings. But Putin and Mark can say, you know what, Wheelan? You can go home. That's simple. But it's not that simple. And Putin knows that. He's not giving up these leverage chips from all these the folks he got locked up over there. So he's going to try to get another deal. That's how this works. So you can blame Biden all you want, Boomer. You can be mad that Brittany Griner's home, even though you say you're not mad, but you're glad you're home, but the Marines should be home too. But that's not Brittany Griner's fault. That's not how this goes down. But of course, he has a platform. He's a white guy. Of course, he can say that. No big deal. He's entitled to his opinion, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. And there might be many other people that feel that way. You're happy to home, but, but nothing. Like I said before, when Trump was there, he didn't get wheeling out. This is all on Putin. He decides when wheeling's going to come out. Now, the United States make all the efforts they can make, but more than likely, it'll be another swap. I think on this podcast, we talked about some other guys, a Russian guy in jail in the United States for doing, like, computer hacking scams. You see what I'm saying? So there's probably somebody here they can trade for wheeling. That's how it goes. And for those of you worried that Bout's going to get back into the arms game, you don't know that. You can't control that or worry about that or you feel unprotected. The world's going to end tomorrow. So really what you're really saying is, you, you the trade, you don't like the deal. You're saying it without saying that. Well, the bottom line is she's back. She's here. She's going to play ball in 2023. You know what I mean? But again, I don't know if many WNBA players go out to Russia and play pro ball where you get a million dollars a year. We'll see what happens on that. But definitely is glad that she's back. It's a long ordeal. But like I said before, it didn't have to be this long. But because Putin has the leverage, he made it that long. And that's the same thing with Wheeling. Putin's going to make this as long as he wants to make it. So you can get mad at Biden, mad at the Democrats. You can be mad at Brittany Griner. You can be mad at WNBA all you want, but you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And I'm out. And that's the show, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And subscribe to the show on iTunes. Because we're going to bring you another podcast with your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. 
Cause without you The dark brown shades of my skin There would only be us Only add color to my tears Oh, oh That splash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul Looking back over my false dreams that I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh Somebody tell me what can I do? Something is holding me back uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? Yeah In this world of no pity I was raised in the ghettos of the city Yeah, oh Lord Mama, she worked so hard to earn every penny, yeah, oh, Lord, something is holding me back, uh-huh, is it because I'm black? 